Welcome, welcome, welcome to Say Like a Champ, episode 157. It's your boy, A-Dub. And your boy, Shruti, back in the building. Welcome back, guys. I'm saying Say Like a Champ, episode 157. How you feeling, my guy? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I can't believe how fast time goes by, you know. We just celebrated our, our 150, our 155, and we just continue to do this thing every single Tuesday. Definitely appreciate everybody rocking with us, though. We got some slackers in the building already. Yep. Um, we got moms. We got Pops. We got Kelly as well. Happy Tuesday. And yeah, almost September, just a couple days away and um, just a couple days away from football season. But yeah, but I'm good, though, Strizzy. How are you? I'm doing good, man. Like I said, super excited about football season, man. It's It kind of sucks sometimes, you know. It's like when, it's like when you feel the, the last preseason game in, you just think to yourself, football's next week, but it's really the week after, you know what I'm saying? So, but uh, but it's it's here, man. It's here. So I'm, I'm super excited about that. I can't wait for it to start going in. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, it should be should be really a lot of fun. You know, that's kind of when we thrive. That's when we get we get really busy with it. And there's a lot to cover, you know, um, so many games every week, so many storylines. So we're going to get into some of those in just a second. But do want to add the last member of our panel in real quick and check in with him before we get this ball rolling. And you know who that is, the super producer, Marcus. What's good? What up, peoples? What's going on, man? Yeah, nothing much man glad that you're with us glad that you're safe and everything um uh after last week you know the storm kind of chased you to us so that's what's up <laughs> yeah. yeah not um, today we didn't do it yeah not today though but no but everything's going good with you everything's good man y'all that's good it. yeah For um sure. just just this last final countdown that, that's what it is right now um For real. Grace in the building as well. Hi, everyone. Hello, Grace. Thank Hello, you Grace. for tuning in. Moms, cows, moms. <clears throat> got a good little squad here. I think we're ready to get it going. Um, today will be a little bit lighter on some topics, but we got to make up for last week since we didn't do other sports. So um, let's go ahead and dive right in. Let me go ahead and pull up our screen real quick. So we got the graphics there. And, uh, yeah, we're ready to rock. Let's get it. What's up next? Oh, let's check it out, man, real quick. Now tuned to NFL Talk. Let's get it. All right, NFL talk. So the big news really of today is this is the final cutdown day. Um, teams went from 80 players down to 53 man to, to make that final 53-man roster entering the season. So in the middle there, we have just a collection of different guys that have gotten cut that probably will end up on other teams, kind of so some prize cuts. I would definitely say uh, Marlon Mack. Sony Michelle, OJ Howard, for me, are a couple of those surprise cuts that I saw out there. But um, what do you guys think about cut down day in general? Do you got? Did you guys have any surprises or um, anything like that? Any comments on the cuts today? Marlon Mack wouldn't really surprise me. I feel like he was always so good with the Colts. You know what I mean? Until obviously they get their they got their bell cow now. But I feel like he was so good for so long, um, especially when they made him the like the, the number one back. Um, but especially being in Houston, you know what I mean? Like, I know they just drafted their rookie, so he'll, he'll be their number one guy now, but I still would have expected them to keep him as like a maybe 1A, 1B, or at least a backup to their running back in case he goes down for whatever reason. So that would really, really surprise me. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I would say that one and uh, Sonny Michelle uh, getting cut, those two. I think they can go anywhere else and kind of be – maybe start somewhere or be a, a good backup. I would I would take uh, Sonny Michelle for sure. So if you need somewhere yeah. to go. I kind of had the same thought. I was like, man, that's a lot of – I mean, I know running backs, you know, their their shelf life keeps getting shorter and shorter. But still, those are some veteran backs that could still contribute. Um, yeah, I wouldn't mind having them on the, on the Cowboys for, for some kind of insurance too for our situation. So, 
Um, but yeah, so some surprise cuts. Some of that, you know, has to do with with um, money and different things like that. Like like Strizzy mentioned mm-hmm. for the Texans, the rookie coming in, that's pretty big. But I do expect a lot of these guys to get jobs somewhere. Um, one interesting thing from the Cowboys, though, on cut day, they did cut um, all both Cooper Rush and um, Will Greer, the two backups that they had left on the roster. So right now, as of today, going in with their 53-man roster, they only have Dak Prescott. Um, I'm wondering if that's because of some of the other quarterbacks that got cut around the league, if they're trying to improve their backup situation, or maybe just keep a guy for the train or you know for the practice squad. But that makes me a little bit nervous. Like I'm wondering uh, if they've got a plan there. I that's think a, wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're gonna try to get through waivers with only you know with with only him on the roster. So I don't know how that's gonna work. But you know, it's normally how they do things. When they when they cut people, they always say you could be on the practice squad still and then move up from there. So I wonder if, if one of them gonna be on the practice squad though, and maybe not on the roster right now. But Cooper Rush, that's surprising though. I I thought he will right. He's like a steady know. guy, and he doesn't have to clear waivers or anything. Um Will Greer does though, because he's like more recently drafted, I guess. I'm not, you know, but we'll see. We'll see what happens yeah, with they, that. Some somebody coming, so that's all we you know, somebody coming. So yeah, I think so. I think so too. Um, I do want to welcome Anthony West into the show. He says, what's up, as well as Stephanie Washington. Um, Welcome both of you to the show. Thank you guys for joining in on us. Um, Yeah, so Anthony Wesson had a comment on that. He said Josh Rosen to the Cowboys, maybe. Um, Another one, he was waived. Also, Kellen Mond was waived by the Vikings. Um, That's like a young kind of like mobile guy. So um, we'll see. We'll see about that. Um, also though, pop said Jimmy G has to be the top story. So I did want to talk about that moving away from the cuts to a player that's actually going to stay with his current team, Jimmy G after, you know, kind of the whole off season of expecting to be traded after the Niners have come out and publicly named it Trey Lance's team. Um, he, he's going, he signed a restructured deal. So he's going to be the top paid backup and then has incentives if he ends up coming in and start. But what do you guys think about Jimmy G staying in San Francisco? Uh, I think I think uh, Strahan liked Jimmy G. I think he wanted to keep him. I think John Lynch wanted uh, Trey Lance, so he's a high pick. You got to try to play him. And I think Shanahan knows that he won't be as good, so he gonna put the he gonna put Jimmy there. That's why he's staying. I think yeah. Jimmy gonna finish the season now. I don't think Trey Lance gonna do it. It just to me it's hard. It's not fair, to Trey Lance. Like get, get him out of here so I can feel more comfortable. Like this is my team. I can move on because he's still there. It's like if I make one couple mistakes, I know I'm gonna be out of there. So right. you just it, it's, to me it's not fair. But I I, I don't think uh, Trey Lance gonna be. He'll play good under pressure. I think Jimmy is still gonna be the guy. That's why he's still there. So. I agree. If they start off the season like two and two or something like that, they're gonna they're gonna look probably to make a change. But Strizzy, what are you what are your thoughts on that one? I don't know. It's, you know, it's one of those things where it's kind of like kind of like how the the Patriots were with with Cam and Mac Jones last year. You know what I mean? Where they're basically like, we're gonna roll with Mac Jones, but we can't have Cam as the backup. We we had to let Cam go, right? And I feel like that's kind of the same way. Kind of like Marcus was saying, it's like. Trey Lance is going to start, but the second he starts not playing well, in the back of his mind, he's going to be thinking, "Oh, they're going to put, they're going to, they're going to replace me. They're going to put Jimmy in." And then, if they if they do that, it's like, well, you never really had faith in Trey Lance in the first place. Right. Then it then it starts getting to the point where it's like, should you have even started him in the first? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's, I don't know. I just I feel like if they were going to go with Trey Lance, and they really should have done everything in their power to to trade Jimmy G. I mean, Jimmy G had he hasn't even um, he hasn't even been practicing with the team. He's actually been playing uh, practicing 
on another field, like next to the 49ers, because right. he was so sure that he wasn't going to be on the team uh, going into the season. So, you know, I I think, like, I don't know, worst case scenario, not worst case scenario, but like best case scenario, they should have literally done everything they could to let him go, get him out of there, trade him for something. Uh, I think somebody mentioned it. Uh, oh, Anthony mentioned it. You know, Seattle probably definitely would have picked him up. Definitely. Um, but you, you could have got something for him, you know what I mean? Like, they didn't have to just cut him, you know what I'm saying? So, I don't yeah. know. It is going to be interesting. He is going to be a high-priced insurance. I do think that, yeah, if they would have cut him, Seattle would have definitely done it. Seattle probably would have traded with him, but they don't want to make that division rival, you know, competitive again. So we'll did, did he get a contract with them or he just get the one he already had? Uh, no, so they actually reduced the one he already had. So he's going to make less money, but he is oh. going to make guaranteed money. I think it's oh, like okay. $6.5 or seven million, something like that, and then it goes up over ten if he ends up starting uh, X amount of games. So okay, but he basically is just taking a year off of his career and saying, okay, I'll, I'll chill then if you guys really want to just pay me to stay. So it's kind of like he won and he lost like at the same time. Yeah, for <laughs> so, real. So so you saying that he he won't dress up or something? I think I well I think he'll dress out, but he'll just know like there's no there's no real plan on playing him if everything goes well with the, with the young. Okay. Okay. There's no pressure on Jimmy, like <laughs> at all. Like none. But um, yeah, that's definitely an interesting one. I do want to welcome in a couple more people. We got Unk tuning in from Texas. What up? And we also got Bobby back in the building. Was so yeah. So it's, it's very interesting to see what happens with it. Um, Maybe they're just holding on to him for a contender later on. If somebody gets hurt, you know, but in this new way that they restructured it, he does have a no trade clause where I think he can he can deny a trade. So, you know, maybe they still try to move him, but it would have to be like a favorable destination for him too. So right. we'll see. Um, Anthony Weston made some good points, though. Chiefs traded Alex Smith. Ravens traded Flacco. It's kind of like one of those things where you just got to move on at some point. So yeah. um, Pops asked about Danucci. Um so Danucci was actually for the quarterback situation for the Cowboys. Danucci was actually waived in the previous cuts. So they had already waived him and they were down to Cooper Rush and Will Greer as the backups. And then they waived now both of them. So Dak Prescott, the lone ranger <laughs> for the Cowboys at the moment. Um, so interesting stuff there. Uh, let's see here. A couple other things. Um, this was a bad story. The Bills uh, rookie punter Matt Ariza uh, was released after some things came out about a um a sexual assault case that he was named in and apparently this was something that was reported back in October of last year when it when it occurred and then um also a little bit a couple months ago over the summer but the bills initially said you know they didn't really have anything on it in the pre-draft process they just drafted him this year in April um and for the first couple of days they were like not sure what they were going to do with him and then um they have released him since then so um just not really a pleasant thing to talk about, but there are details, some details out there in the story if you want to hear about what potentially happened or whatever. And I, and I can see why I still went with him, dude. He, he had a big foot, but... Yeah, uh, like, apparently, man. like, he, he did, and it's funny, in the first preseason game, there was, like, a big, big talk about how he had, like, a, I don't know, like an 80-yard punt, or... I mean, apparently, he's a really good punter, but um, I think that that probably played into how he got as far as he did with this um, but I'm kind of glad that they, they shied away from it, especially everything that's gone on over this offseason in relation to that. And this is a way different situation, a way more serious, in my opinion, the, the allegations. So, You think he's done? No more NFL I think, I think he's probably done. 
Um, one interesting thing to mention, though, the timing of the civil case, they basically waited to produce this civil case against him until he was the final punter on the Bills roster. Um, but maybe they waited a little bit. Maybe they pulled the trigger a little bit too quick. Maybe they should have waited to like week one or two where he was getting some game checks. Um, but, oh, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, it, it was interesting, the timing of it. Um, but we'll, we'll see how that comes out. But I do think he's done, even though he, he does have a big leg and apparently he is like one of the people that one of the punters that a lot of teams were excited about drafting so maybe he's another position you could have gotten it but a punter that uh you gotta go so. yeah that's a tough one so um a couple quick other things Kenyon drake uh was released by the raiders in the last wave of cuts he's going to be signed by the ravens so strizzy how do you like that for your squad um just more backup you know gus edwards is going to miss at least the next four weeks you know what i'm saying so DK Dobbins should be ready for the uh, week one, so I, I think it's actually pretty, pretty legit backup for for DK until until Gus gets back. So not bad. Not yeah, bad I think it is weird how like the Raiders had too many running backs, so they release him, and then he ends up going to somewhere else that has a lot of running backs. But we know what happened with the Ravens last year. You know they have several running backs that are coming back from big injuries, so I yeah. guess just more insurance there. And then the other story, I know um, Marcus doesn't believe this, but Mike Tomlin says he's not ready to announce who's going to be the starting quarterback, that it's still not decided. But, Marcus, what do you think about this situation in uh, Pittsburgh with the quarterbacks? It's, it's Mitch. He's going to be the starting quarterback. Like I said last week, he got, you got to go with Mitch and see how he, how he does because it'll be, it'll be bad backwards to put the rookie in. He don't do good. You got to take him out. His confidence is going to be kind of messed up. So I would go go with the veteran. I don't know he's a veteran, though. He's but he, He'll have to he's play a little bit. Yeah. 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 So you see how you do it. I think, like I said, I think he'll do well with that. He got a great running back, and he has some pretty good receivers. So I think, I think Mitchell, I, I, I think he'll do good. But if not, you got to put the rookie in there. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. I think that's probably what's going to go down, though. Too, I think Mr. Bisky, like you said, he's he's well protected there. If he does well, he should be good. Mm. Um, so, all right, let's go ahead and keep this train moving. We're going to dive into um, looking at the, our the next division. This today we're going to do the West. We're going to do the AFC West and the NFC West, so I'm glad Bobby and Anthony are here. Go ahead and sound <laughs> off on your Chiefs comments. We know you you're, we, you probably have a lot, so we can actually start with a different team. I want to start with the Broncos. Um, them trading for Russell Wilson, I think, is going to change the direction of where they could go. I think that it really makes them like a legitimate contender if they can get through this division. Um, they stole Randy Gregory from the Cowboys. We'll see how much of an impact that has on their defense, but their defense is always pretty good. And they have first-time coach Nathaniel Hackett, <clears throat> who's an offensive guy. So um, <clears throat> what do you guys think about the Broncos, though? Can they threaten for this division? Are they going to be serious with their new quarterback? Um, what do we think? Absolutely. Like, I, I think this is actually one of the uh, – could possibly be one of the strongest divisions in the league this year. You know what I mean? If 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 I know we're not talking about, you know, the Chargers yet, but, you know, if Herbert kind of makes another leap from what he did from his – rookie and sophomore year, this division's going to be crazy. But I feel like the Broncos have always actually had a ton of talent on both sides of the, the, the football. They just didn't have the quarterback to to do it. And now you've got Russell Wilson. I think a lot of this is going to have to do with the, the coaching from this team. I mean, we got it on their first-time coach, Nathaniel Hackett. I think that's going to play a really huge role. But dude, in Rush, you trust. He's a, he's a great quarterback. So he, he's going to put his uh, receivers in great positions. And Honestly, man, like they they could really win this division behind Russell because honestly, I don't think Patrick Mahomes has the the weapons that he's had in recent years. So, 
We'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Mark, okay. I, I I think it's on. They're gonna be pretty good. Uh, they could be one and two. This y'all know which one they'll be, but I think Russell Bennett's gonna be a big a big difference. And uh, it, it depends on their defense too. The defense can hold it down. You know, they'll they'll be a, a top team, but I think they're gonna definitely be better than seven and ten though. Yeah, oh, for sure. I can see them getting into the playoffs as a wild card. Um, but depending on if they start off hot or, you know, if they win a lot of their division games, you never know. Um, um, Anthony Wesson says, with Russell, they can definitely be better. I just don't trust the coach. Bobby says, no, he's not <laughs> feeling that. Um, let's see. Let's jump down to the Raiders. Um, obviously, acquiring Devontae Adams makes them even more potent on offense. Um, they Last year, I put can they stay drama-free because last year there was just a lot of things surrounding yeah. the Raiders. Um, in, in many different ways, um, but they did end up making the playoffs and sneaking into the playoffs. Um, and then a young core, they really actually have a, a pretty decent team, but I don't know if they can be anything more than middle of the pack. Um, what do you guys think, especially coming out of this division? Well, I think I think it depends on the quarterback. I think if uh, if he has a great year. I would say a semi great great year. I think that'd be good. You got you got uh, Devontae Adams there, so you got a good tight end. You have a, you got a nice receiving core. You know, young guys. But I think it depends on the quarterback. If Carr can do can be that like Carr, we know of old, he could do that. They'll be a top contender. But I think it all falls on him than everybody else. Yeah, it's a uh, kind of like Marcus was saying. The thing that kind of bothers me with Carr a little bit is every year the dude puts up. 4,000, almost 5,000 passing yards. You know what I'm saying? But for whatever reason, they just can't really get too far. They did make the playoffs last year, but but Devontae Adams kind of changes things, you know what I mean? I think this is his first year of having a legit number one receiver, like a, a legit, legit number one receiver. So um, like Marcus said, I, I think it kind of falls on Carr. I think they'll go as far as Carr can take them at this point. So kind of depends on how, how he does. For sure, yeah, agreed. Um... I like the Raiders that they're spunky, you know, and it's definitely cool having a team in Vegas. So I, I like to see them do well, at least not be too bad. So we'll see. But another middle of the pack year, I think that would be good, good for them. Um, let's move over to the Chargers now. Another young team. I just, I put on there they got to make the playoffs because I just feel like they've been on the edge of making it in um, a couple years in a row now. They've definitely, you know, had a lot of talent. Um, they put some more people on the defensive side of the ball, which should help. And then they got the young gun, Herbert, who – could maybe take even another step forward, like like Strizzy was saying. So, did, did, could this be the year that the the Chargers kind of break through? Through, I think so. I think this could be a year where like three of these teams make the playoffs, and one of them, you know, one of them ends up edged out. And honestly, I could see I could see this year being the Raiders again that get kind of edged out. You know what I mean? But we'll see. Like when Herbert shows what you know what he what we think everyone thinks he can do. Like the dude looks like a top you know, top five quarterback in this league, like the things he can do sometimes are freaking crazy, but he just has to be more consistent. I think last year it was consistency. It's like one game he would kill it, and then the next game he kind of fall off. And it's like, what just happened? You, you know, you, you dominated last week. So consistency from him, and I think they make the playoffs kind of pretty easily. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I'm I like I like the Chargers, but I, I, I still always said to this year, we see how it goes this year, that – I think Herb is overrated, so we'll we'll see if he, like you said, become elite this year. So I think I gotta give him this year. If he if he does great this year, now I I give him his credit, but he gotta show me this year how he does because I just think everybody's kind of high on him a little too much. 
So we'll we'll see how how he goes. I just he's he's cool to me. He's a he's he's gonna be. I think it's like oh he surprises like oh he's doing really good like that. So I think that should be done now. So this year is a year you gotta take a team to the playoffs at least second round for me to put you in elite level. So we'll see. I like I said I think he's good, but I don't I don't think he's like everybody's saying he is like elite. He's not there yet. Gotcha. You want more? You still want more? Yeah, he's overrated. It was pretty bad that last game of last year, like when they lost to the Raiders with, with the playoffs on the line. That was a very interesting storyline, though. And the NFL continues to kind of set things up where they have those division games late and it can make all the difference. So we'll see how it goes. Um, I do want to welcome D to the show. She said, hi, everyone. You guys are doing a great job. Thank you yo, so yo. much. We appreciate that. That's what's up. Thank you for tuning in. Um, Ankh says, yeah, AFC West, super competitive. Definitely, definitely agreed um, with, with that. Um, let's see. Bobby says two words, Derek Carr in relation to the Raiders. <laughs> and then with the Chargers, he says, I need to see it. Yeah, they're talented, but um, they still gotta make it, they still gotta make it happen. They um, together on both sides. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the Chiefs. Um, I'll just I'll put mine in. I think the Chiefs are my favorite to win this division again, even though it is so competitive. Um, they have their times where they they look like you know, maybe like I don't know, like last year that looked like there was a couple games where there was like, oh, are they falling off? Are they falling off? But again, that's just overreaction. I think they've been so good and so consistent. I mean, they've gone to four, they've hosted four straight AFC championship games. I mean, their level, their standard is pretty high, but I think that they'll be able to keep that up. I don't think losing Hill will be that big of a deal. Um, I think they'll be able to adjust to it. But what are your guys' thoughts on on the Chiefs this year? I don't know, man. It's gonna be you got to see it to 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 see. Uh, I think Tyreek Tyreek Hill, even though they say, "Oh, we'll be fine," that's a big deal. He's not being there. This gonna be our first time seeing Mahomes without him. Because to me, I just always say I think he was that escape goat when he got that pressure on him, like he could just throw that mug up, and you know Tyreek gonna get it. So we'll see who who be they got for him now. But the thing is, it's either uh, it's gonna be kind of. You, you gonna you gonna you gonna tell you you miss him or you gonna he gonna make somebody else that guy now. So I don't know if it's gonna be Juju gonna be come come out of uh, like I, I don't say retirement, but he hasn't done anything since uh uh Tony Brown left. You know when he was there, he played great. But when he left, he had to be a main guy. He didn't play well. So I think this year maybe he might be that type of player. Now he don't have the pressure. He's not the number one guy. He might come out and play well. Or he may another young fella might come and do it, but we'll, we'll see. I, I still think they're gonna miss Tariq here a lot, but we'll see. It's, it's, it's Andy Reid, so I always trust Andy Reid. He's a great coach, so I think he'll he'll make everybody else instead of one guy. So we'll see. I still I think that it should win the division for sure, though. But I want to see how they look without Tariq Hill. Yeah, yeah, they should win it. And uh, I'm kind of with Marcus. Like, I know, I know, I know. Chiefs fans want to act like Tyreek Hill wasn't a big deal, but that man amassed for eighty percent of yeah. Mahomes' touchdowns over the last couple yeah. of years. Eighty percent, like that's crazy, bro. And you got you got Kelsey on the other side, like that's still nuts. Um, and like Marcus was saying, like to me right now, it's I, I think it gives a chance for Mahomes to really kind of like spread the ball out a little bit more. You know what I mean? It's like I, I don't even know who their best receiver is. Is it, is it Juju? Because like Marcus, no, said, I think it would be what's number seventeen. I forget his name. Nicole Hartman. Yeah, I think he might be that guy this year. Okay. Him or Pringle, I guess. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. And then they also Anthony, have Anthony tell us. From, uh, from Green Bay. Anthony, so let us know. It's not a deep threat. It's not a deep threat. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you got you got Andy Reid. You, you still got the enemy. He, he didn't go anywhere. So, like, coaching staff-wise, I think they'll be fine. They, they are definitely the favorites to win this division. But, um, you know, I guess it just gives a chance for Mahomes to spread the ball out a little bit more. Right. 
could make them more dangerous in the, in the long run if they yeah. do do that. Um, Anthony and making some oh, great said, points. He said Juju okay. Scott Moore. Who is Scott Moore? Is that Ricky? I've never heard of Scott Moore before. Scott Moore? Yeah, he actually – I think he's not a rookie. I think he was drafted by – or no, maybe he is a rookie. Hold on. Yeah, or he's a youngster, him, that's for sure. I think this might be his first year. Wait, yeah, wait. Can we go? Can we go to? Can we go to Pops? He says Owens away. Who? Who? What? What Pops mean by that? Oh, Owens. I think he's talking about Terrell Owens. Oh, I guess. I, I know he brought him up. I don't know. But he it's, does. I, mean I, he loves the Chiefs wide receivers. Uh, wide receivers room. Bobby mentions Mahomes is four and one without Hill, but we're talking about him not being on the team. Maybe not just like injured. Yeah. But um, yeah, the Chiefs are still good. I'm, I'm not saying they're just going to fall apart without Tyreek Hill. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I just – we're not going to act like Tyreek Hill ain't a monster. Like, let's stop. Stop it. Yeah, I, I just want to see – I, I, I want to see how, how they're going to do it. I think, to me, the first game of the season against the, the Cardinals, they're going to be – it's going to be a good game to see how they do. So, I just want to see. I, I, I believe they – I wouldn't be surprised they do well without, without Tyreek. But yeah. it's gonna that when they get time to pressure, you know, he got to scramble all that. That that right. cheetah ain't there, man. So I want to see how how he does with that. So yeah, and crunch time, Terrell. you got to go and win a game to get to the AFC Championship game. No one else is taking it to the house on a slant. I'm sorry, it ain't happening. Juju ain't yeah. doing it. Harmon ain't doing it. Moore ain't doing it. Ter- yeah, that game last year, they don't go, they don't win that game without Tariq. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. And then on the other side too, we are gonna see how Tariq Hill do in Miami too. We know he's not gonna, his number don't won't be the same either. Oh, so already no. started throwing him, bro. He's already started throwing him twice bad already. Like he can't, yeah. his arm ain't strong enough to keep up with that speed, bro. We'll see and, though. Yeah, and I was gonna say one last thing is I still think at the end of the day I think Tariq Hill fast his way back to the Kansas City. I don't think he'll be there long. Oh wow! You think he's gonna yeah. come right back? He has to. That's that's it's they meant to be, man. It's peanut butter and jelly, man. <laughs> <laughs> and jelly. I don't know how they gonna do it, but he'll to me. I think next year he'll be. I think he'll be back in Kansas. I don't know why. I just think that's gonna happen. Say that's Burton Ernie. I yeah, think he would man. definitely have to humble himself differently, differently for that. He, he, after playing with two, you you gonna definitely humble yourself. <laughs> he gonna have a whole year of humbleness. That pie gonna be. He gonna be sick of that pie. Big pie. Oh, man, yeah, I, you know, I, I gotta say though, like when he, I remember like their first like deep throw in like the, uh, I think the practice when he underthrew him really bad. It's like oh, that's a practice you underthrowing him, and then he underthrew he underthrew him pretty bad on that fifty yard or whatever. I think it was uh, last week. It's not looking good. The arm strength yeah. is out there for Tua. Bobby says not after all those shady throwing. Pop says they don't want him back. Trust me. No. Okay, we'll see. It, oh, they play good. oh, sorry. Pops also said the guy from Green Bay, Mark, Mark, uh, Valdez Scantling, he's a pretty good receiver. Oh, he, he went there too? He went there yeah. too. Yeah, that's right. So wow. they do they, have like overall more, okay. you know. And with Patrick Mahomes, you're going to play even better. So, they, okay, they might not they so, might not miss him at all. I didn't know they had all those guys. So, yeah. it'd be exciting to see how they play. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think so. Um, that'll be good, but I think, yeah, that's our consensus favor for the AFC West. Let's move over to the NFC West, another competitive division. So the West on both sides might be the toughest divisions or or the strongest divisions, I guess, on, on either conference. Most definitely. Um, we got the Rams, of course, that won the Super Bowl last, last year. Shout out to Mom Squad. Um, they're basically trying to run it back, but they did upgrade a little bit at receiver, um, and they still might even end up with OBJ again. Who knows? They re-signed most of the defense, um, 
of course, you know, Aaron Donald coming back. So what do you guys think about the Rams, though? Do you guys think um, they can actually make a real real run at repeating? Repeating to win a Super Bowl? I'm not so sure, but getting back, I do. Just because I feel like the NFC this year is, isn't as strong as it was last year or the year before. A, a, a lot of – a lot of quarterbacks are in the AFC. Some from the NFC went to the AFC. You know what I mean? So it kind of it kind of opens it up a little bit more. But I still think I think the winner of the Super Bowl next year probably comes out of the AFC. But um, but I do think they could definitely run it back and get back to the Super Bowl for sure. I think well, so too. If yeah. they make a, I think they can make a deep run. I think it depends on Stafford though. He's healthy though. Like do you do you play him for first week or you <laughs> kind of play be cautious with him? You know because. They gonna they, you you gonna be people come out you every year every game because you're the Super Bowl champ so they gonna come harder at you guys, so I don't know like because yo do they have a good backup you know so I don't know it depends on the quarterback I think I think Allen Robinson out of him I think that's a game changer right there I think Allen Robinson gonna really show people like people don't really know because he played Chicago For he sure, gonna yeah. he gonna be that guy this year with Cooper Cup too I oh. just think it's gonna be really good Cooper Cup numbers definitely going down this year you know so. Because, like I said, Allen Robinson is a great receiver, too. I think he's he, he could be up there, you know. So, they, they have a team. The defense still solid. You know, you still got the best cornerback in the league, and you got Donald on two on the side. So, it, to me, I just think if, if Stafford could be okay, healthy, you know what I'm saying, come play, they definitely could be back in it. But if he if he kind of like, mm, I don't know. It depends back, on that. Yeah. But he, he, has, he has the great running backs. He got great receivers, you know, a good tight end. So, I think, I think it depends yeah, on that. Yeah, back, too. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So it's on the health of the quarterback. If he can be cool, then I, they, I, they the Rams, man. So yeah, I definitely think they do have a good shot at it. Um, it'll be interesting though. Moms, that's her squad. She said she hopes the Rams hang tough, uh, but it is a, is a, hard, a rough division, and and that that is true. You know, depending on how it goes in your division, you could end up hosting games or you could end up in the wild card real quick. So, but um, yeah, we'll talk about it too. But is it? You look at the team. This is a tough, tough division. Oh, I'm on the same way, today, bro. I, I'm, I'm just saying. I don't know if it's that tough this year. Well, I guess if we look at the way they played last year, though, I mean, three they all made the playoffs except for the, the Seahawks. And yeah. the Seahawks, I guess we just take them for granted. You're right. Maybe they are weaker. Like, maybe they're not. They, they're probably going to fall back or regress a little bit even more this year. So maybe it's not the same in this division, but I don't know. I don't know, cause yeah, yeah it's because at them, like, yeah, because <laughs> you, you, if you look at the the third three teams, San Francisco, you don't know what they're gonna do with the quarterback. The yeah. Cardinals are the Cardinals; they always gonna be the Cardinals, and then Seattle don't have a quarterback, so it's like ah, I don't know. Well, let's we'll let's see. jump through them. Let's talk about the rest of them because there's some good comments coming in about all the teams. So let's talk about San Francisco. I mean, we we know that they are going to the Trey Lance era. That could slow things down. Um, but in the long run, I think he's like more dynamic playmaker than Jimmy G, of course. So I, I think that if he is truly ready, they they could be kind of scary again. Their defense is always good, but um, I don't know. I, I agree with moms what she said because his division game they gonna always play each other harder. So that is a fact that I, I you can't you can't forget about that. So division games are always no matter who you who they are how bad they are they gonna play you tough. So. That's a that's a good point there. So, but San Francisco, I think Debo too. I think it depends on Debo how he comes back. If he if he want to run the ball like he did last year, or he want to be a receiver this year. So we'll yeah. see how he shows up. And then also with the Trey Lance, how they kind of how they kind of get together, how they play together. So I think Debo gonna be the big factor of of their uh, offense. So we see in the defense. You know, they you got Joey Bosman. Is it not? Is it Joey? 
the brother, no. little brother. That's the big brother, right? So yeah. I forget his name, but Bosa, whatever. Nick, Nick, Bosa. Nick, 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 Nick Bosa. So uh, he 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 come back healthy, you know. So they got a, a good a good um, a good pretty good defense. Like I said, secondary don't know, but I, I think they'll be solid though. I think they'll be solid. Yeah, they should be pretty good. I want them um, back though. I know that for sure. Don't really need for the quarterback to do too much. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like you look at Jimmy G's numbers over the last couple of years, exactly. winner, but his numbers ain't great. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Like so. They just need Trey Lance not to mess up. That's, that's, all, that's all they need to do to win games. But if he messes up, I think that win, that win column comes down a little bit. So we'll see. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that's the thing, though. They're just – I think that goes to show why they're willing to make the switch, though, because Jimmy mm-hmm. G is obviously an established quarterback. You know, he's a veteran quarterback. But they're like, we need to, get, we need to you know, have that little extra oomph. So um, maybe, maybe it'll come out this time. Let's let's talk about the Cardinals. Marcus, you say the Cardinals are the Cardinals, and and I agree. It's hard for me, especially being from Arizona, kind of seeing their history. Like for me to always take them too seriously. So um, they did extend Murray's contract. They re-signed some of their veteran playmakers, but uh, you know how will those go? Those guys hold up? And then Hopkins, I almost forgot about his six-game suspension, so I had to put it on there again because that hurts. Um, that that's happened so long ago. Yeah, but that's going to start them out, you know, behind the eight ball a little bit, but. Um, Strizzy, talk to me about the Cardinals. How, how do you think they'll do this year? Bro, I'll become like a Kyler Murray hater. So, so, like, because I'm kind of a Kyler Murray hater now, like, it sucks that he went to OU, but it's like he's he's lost so much of my respect just over the last just year. You know what I mean? Like, so it's really hard for me to root for this team like I used to in the past. You know, I used to root for them just because they're not, they're not my team, but we're still an AZ team, you know. But I don't know, man. I feel like he's been he's been a really, really big diva uh lately and it's it's just kind of it's, it's real turn offish you know what i'm saying so they just they gotta you know as far as just the division goes they gotta keep it together until hop gets back um they got hollywood brown there but i think even he didn't he get some trouble too or something like that like didn't he get uh, hurt yeah he's like good um, no he got that dui yeah yeah that's right he got that dui stupid um but you know he he's known for dropping balls like a lot <laughs> like he's been a lead leader and you know drop passes so i don't know uh, well, we'll see how they do. I'm like, I'm like Marcus, man. Carlos going card. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I, I know um, Anthony said they might win this division, but I don't think so. I, I, I think Rams probably take it again. I think I think the Rams do too, but we'll see. You know, the Cardinals have a history of getting off to a hot start these last couple of years, so yeah. you know, yeah, maybe they can replicate hot. that. <laughs> um, and let, and let me fix that about Hollywood. I don't know if DU, but I know you got a speeding ticket. I'm gonna fix it. I don't want to say the guy was out there DU, and he didn't, but he, he definitely got a speeding oh, ticket. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's what it was. You're right. Um. So no, that I appreciate that clarification. And then let's see. So the Seahawks last team on our list. You know, obviously replacing Russell Wilson is not going to be easy. Um, they had you know they did decide on what they were going to do with that. I put aging Pete Carroll just because he turned 70 this year, and you know. I just don't know, like, is he in for a rebuild? Like, are they going to be good quickly? Or, you know, is this kind of like one of those things where maybe they should start to figure out what their transition to their next head coach to bring them into the, you know, new, you know, new thing. So um, what do you guys think about the Seahawks, though? Pete Carroll should have been going after that that bonehead decision. I would have fired him then. So he he never recovered from that. I think think that 
I'm not trying to be funny, but I think that decision ruined the Seahawks organization for a while. Like they never recovered from that. They lost people and True. people just left. And they never. Downhill. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you could you could yeah you could have you could have been a back to back Super Bowl champ. And then to me, I think they could have. I could they could have won third one. Maybe not in three in a row, but maybe they following year and kind of regroup and got that that, that, that slump. But I think that they, the team was great. They could have had three Super Bowl. I think in that, in that era, but they won decision. That you because you didn't want to give somebody some glory, it, it backfired on you, you know. So I just I just think about that. I what if they get the ball to Lynch or what if Russell Wilson say, Hey, we ain't throwing the ball, we're gonna run it. Like what how did that team you know they they they, they could have been a lot. Yeah, they could have been uh that uh what do you call it when the team went through the road like dynasty. the cowboy? Dynasty, yeah, they could have been dynasty. They were close to it, but that defense was so good, man. Earl Thomas and Chancellor and uh, Sherman, and they they had yeah, a black from the Legion of Boom, yeah. yeah now, yeah, yeah they, like Chancellor having to retire early hurts me. Yeah, I think it took. I think I think Richard Sherman. I think his game went down. I think I, I really think. Look at it, that meme he got. Like he was like, "What are y'all doing?" It yeah. just man, I feel bad for those guys because I wasn't a Seahawks, a Seahawks fan. But they were tough, man. They was like you kind of feared them. I mean, they came on the field of defense while they, they, they yeah, they yeah, were cool feared them. To watch. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cool. Let's see. Okay, I'll let me run through the comments a little bit. Um, but yeah, Anthony Weston said Seahawks is going to be rough. Kind of, um, you know, agreeing with us on that one. Oh, Jonathan Cooley, welcome to the show. He says yo yo yo. Jonathan. Um, let's see. Um, what else do we got here? Bobby says Jimmy G can't win you games. He doesn't lose them, but can't win them right. for sure. Um, he said on Kyler Murray, it made it real easy to hate on him. <laughs> and yeah, and Bobby also agrees that that kind of ruined the uh, the Seahawks. It's sure. going to be hard too because um, didn't their other receiver, uh, you know, Russ is like favorite target. He retired, didn't he? No, he's still there. To my uh, Lockett. Yeah. No, he's there. He's he played preseason. Like I don't know why, but okay. against the Cowboys, he he, he kind of he torches like two plays. So he's still there. <laughs> he, he's like, let me get a couple. Let yeah, I don't know why he was out there. I'm like, come on, dog, go to the sideline. Like he was really he was, <laughs> he was balling, dog. He's real sneaky, though. He's real nah, sneaky. He's good, he is. Um, but no, yeah, he's still out there. So yeah, they still have some things, but it's it's gonna be different. They're just gonna have to live off their name for a little while, basically. Um. But so yeah, I, so maybe maybe this isn't the toughest division in the NFC. Yeah, I don't know, man. I know we give Kyler a hard time, but Kyler might be the this year, maybe because he has nothing to really lose. I think we, we got a lot of pressure. I think he might be the best uh, quarterback in the division this year. So we'll see, man. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I'm, I, I won't take away what what Kyler does. You know, what I mean, I just I know. I, I feel you though. It's all facts. So, so I, I I know. I know. So I got some inside some inside game on him. So I know everything you're saying is facts. But I just, <laughs> right. And the reason to me the reason why he liked that because he know he's good. You know. So that's right. that's why he's who he is. So uh, real quick, I think part of it's the Jonathan, appreciate you, my <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Jonathan was on the, one of the streams on TikTok. So that's what's up. Yeah. Thank you for converting over to the YouTube too, though. Joining us here and throwing on your comments. Um. I was going to say one last thing with the Kyler Murray. It might be like a little bit of short man complex, too. Like, he always has to be like, he's doing something. Like <laughs> True. Okay, True. Yeah, it's all good. That's facts. All good. That's facts. <laughs> no, you made we it. You know, it. You made right. It. You're good. You're straight. Um, all right. 
Pops did say your points about Robinson were right on, so he's giving yeah. you some credit there, Marcus. You got to take that while you can get oh, it. For sure. I'm taking that. Right, thank you, Pops. I'm take that and put on my pocket. Yeah, hold on, hold on to that. And then Anthony West said Gino hung around a while to get a starting position. Hey, you know what? Everybody deserves their chance. That's why I'm happy for Marcus Mariota, at least at the beginning right now. I'm happy for him uh, to get his chance, you know what I'm saying? So so that's cool. But all right, let's wrap this thing up. We'll roll through our other sports. We got bonus other sports, um, but we we got a little bit for NBA talk. So we'll, we'll keep this train moving. And then there's like a little game I kind of want to play at the end if we have enough time. So we'll see if we can make enough time for that. Um, but let's keep this thing rolling. All right, so NBA talk is really, really small. So we just kind of split it with other sports. We're going to kind of zoom right into other sports after this. But um, one thing that happened last week that we did not talk about last week, Chet Holmgren being injured, um, tried to guard LeBron on one play in a program and uh, ended up hurting his foot. Ends up, it was a lens, frank, a lens frank. Yeah, he was guarding LeBron in a program and um, had a lens frank injury. He's going to be out for his rookie season. So that's a big blow for the Thunder, but also for him, just like he had a lot to prove already. You know, the 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 frame was a little bit of a concern, and, and it sucks that he got injured in this way. So um, what did you think about that, though, when you heard that one, Strizzy? It sucks, man. Lynch break injuries are injuries that linger. You know what I mean? So it, it kind of sucks that it, are, it, it takes him out. And I think when he, when he gets done um, rehabbing, I think they're really going to try to focus on putting some some meat on him a little bit, put a little bit of extra muscle on him, and but that's going to weigh him down even more. So you know what I mean. So I, I really am worried about his career already long term, just in regards to like his body. Like, is it actually going to hold up? And I'm telling you, man, those lens frank injuries they they really do linger. So even when he's like, I feel 100, percent it could be one game where he just steps wrong, and all of a sudden he's out again for the 20 games. So. It's rough, man. I actually feel bad for the kids. Seriously, it sucks. Yeah, I do too. Anthony Wesson said uh, needs to use this time to put on weight. Pop says hoping for a full recovery for next year. Dang, Pop's got compassion for the youngster on this one. That's <laughs> right. this so sad. A little bit of a surprise. Hey, whoever's on Pop's uh, comment, can you? What did real Pop say? Is he tired of <laughs> free Pop's? <laughs> You're like he complimented Marcus. He agreed Man. with Marcus. What's he must have had Marcus some good dinner. That's what it is. Oh, he gonna have some good dinner. Something's <laughs> coming up. No, that's what's up. Um, oh, Jonathan Cooley. He said, "Did you do the Steelers as the best in their division?" I think we picked the Ravens for that division. Um, I picked the, or Bengals. the Ravens and Bengals, kind of a mix. But Jonathan, since you're a Steelers fan, I do want to know who you think will start for the Steelers and who. Oh you yeah, want that'd, be that'd be um, a good. question. So yeah. please let us know about that one. Um, the other thing for NBA talk, this one is disappointing to me. Um, the tr- Lakers traded for Patrick Beverly. They traded Taylor Horton Tucker and Stanley Johnson, who are two young players, you know, not super consequential, but up and coming and had some potential for Pat Beverly, who to me, he just gets on my nerves. Like, I don't want him on the squad. Like, I don't like necessarily watching him play. I'm trying to have an open mind about this, but do you guys have any like words of encouragement for me about this or <laughs> any like silver lining I'm missing? He's that guy that you, if you're not on your team, you hate him. He, you on his, te- you're on your team, you love him. I think he's gonna. I think he's what the Lakers really needed, though. Think about it. last year; they had no defense. I think he's gonna bring that intensity. I think he's gonna be. I think he's real respected. 
I think he's going to – I think I really think that's a good pickup. He's not going to start, you know what I'm saying? So he'll be the guy to kind of help, you know. So I, I think I think he'll be good for the team, kind of like I, I, off-court type, type thing in practice, kind of get the defense, kind of get guys going a little bit like that. So I, th- I think I think he'll be good for the Lakers. But I don't think I – don't, for some reason, I think Russell is going to be gone, though. I think I think they're going to probably try to trade Russ. I haven't heard anything lately about them, him being on the team, but I don't know if Russ going to want to be on the same team as him. So when they signed him, I, I thought maybe Russ gonna be really trying to get out of there, or maybe they're gonna be cool. So we'll see. But my my first thought was Russ gonna be out of there. I agree. It made me think that too. They don't have the best. Um, they don't have the best history there. <laughs> Unk says Patrick <laughs> Beverly best friends with Russell Westbrook. I don't know. A, a report came out earlier today that they've agreed. You know that they're gonna be cool. But it's like it's easy to say that. You know, if but if you really don't like them, you know, I don't know. Other rumor I heard regarding mm. Russell Westbrook, though, is potentially Donovan Mitchell moving around and, and a multi-team trade. But, you know, I, I just don't know if that would really happen. So we'll see. Stephanie Washington, fellow Lakers fan, she said, this is some BS. He should not have been there. Uh, um, I think I think that's what – oh, no, wait. You're talking about Chet Holmgren maybe. Stephanie might be talking about Chet because she's a big Gonzaga fan too. So True. Um, so, yeah, but – Anthony Weston says they have to build for LeBron. They'll worry about the future until he retires, oh, after he retires. Man. I agree with that, too. And, Marcus, we lost your video. Yeah, I'm here, man. I, I left, oh, okay. I left, my, my, I left my, my plug for my camera, so it might have died. But we'd be oh, oh, your battery went down. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we'll see, though. Oh, no, Stephanie Washington said there was a slippery floor. They had to call the game. So she was talking about the program, the Chet Holmgren. Mm. So, yeah. That was a weird situation that, you know, the way it happened. And it definitely unfortunate with it being like, you know, offseason type of thing. So, um, all right. So that's pretty much what we got for NBA talk. Lots of time before the offseason really kicks off. But speaking of basketball, we got WNBA um, Connecticut versus the Chicago Sky. Um, and then Seattle Storm versus the Las Vegas Aces. So we're in the semifinal round. And the road teams actually won both of the opening games. There will be more games, so. Uh, we'll see, but I'm rooting for the aces for sure out of the four that are left. Uh, but Seattle Storm still has got some veterans. Strizzy, do you have a do you have a WNBA um, horse that you're after? Yeah, I, I've, I've always kind of liked the aces, you know, some of them we're not rooting for our Mercury, but I think it'd be kind of cool if Seattle won. You know what I'm saying? Like, it'd be kind of cool if Seattle won. Sue Bird going out like that? Would be yeah, you know what I'm saying? It'd be, be kind of dope to see Sue kind of go out on a, on, a, on a ship, you know what I mean? So, I don't know, we'll see. If Seattle, if Seattle wins and it's rigged, <laughs> so, you know, I, say, I mean, I love Sue Bird. She's been pivotal for the WNBA, but I just can't see them beating the Aces and, you know, saying in, in a series. But we'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. No, definitely. We'll find out for sure. And then um, the other thing, though, I was so happy. So last night, Serena Williams opened her U.S. Open campaign. Yeah. Um, this is presumably her last tournament, but she did win last night. I was very excited because I was afraid we were going to get to slack and have her be out of the tournament already. Um, so I'm glad um, I'm glad uh, that, you know, she, she well, won. But tomorrow she plays uh, the number two ranked player in this tournament. So it might be over tomorrow. Bro. Um, Marcus, what do you think? You, you lighting a candle and everything? <laughs> I don't lie. I, I watched last night. Yeah. Last night was it was great, man. To see her, she hasn't played like that, like that in like four years. I don't care nobody to say. I don't know what happened, got into her. Maybe because the stars out there to see her and, and like that. But she looked good. If she could play like that, she could actually go back to the championship, you know. But that that Serena we haven't seen in a long time. So 
if we mm-hmm. can see that Serena, like she was acing it, like her serve was on point, it was killing her like that. So she can do that, man. I think she could go, but I don't know. Is energy maybe she knows her last one? Maybe she wanted to go out good, but I'm rooting right, for her, man. But I, I, I still think it's over with though. And uh, Kelly, you coming for me, man? Don't don't be like Grace. <laughs> don't be like Grace. Please stay on stay on the good side because Grace is in, in, in my bad side right now. So, no, it just it just. What's that? <laughs> it, it, it just technical difficulties. I, I'm in Arizona. You know, that's where they come. When they go in the protection. They come to Arizona, so I'm already here. So <laughs> they already here. Yeah, that's why you came from somewhere else. Um, <laughs> say and Serena leaving the game on her own terms, definitely, most definitely. And so at least it wasn't like a loss. And that might have been the thing is like she knew she didn't want to go out that very first match, you know. So we'll see. Uh, Anthony Weston says, "Let's go, Serena." And and yeah, I do hope that she can pull through. Qu- Question though, did you did you guys watch the uh, match yesterday? I did. did to, yeah, so, I what, so, so why did they do the whole the whole little ceremony thing? You think they know she's gonna lose next round or something? It was kind of odd to me. Like, why would I do all this for? She just won the first her first match. Like, why? I think that was part of it. I think it was. Um, okay, I want to do I when she was lose. one of those things where they're just like, we can say we're doing this for her first match of this tournament. And not mention the fact that it's probably going to be her last. So, oh, okay, yeah. guys, because that was kind of like weird, though. Yeah. Um, Jonathan asked, what do we say about the Steelers? We're saying that um, we wanted to know what quarterback uh, you think that they will start and what quarterback you want them to start uh, for the Steelers. So that was our, our question for you. Um, but, yeah, I, okay, all right. So we'll, we'll keep it moving. Um, next up, we definitely got to talk about for other sports um, – the next wave of golfers has officially left to go to live and that it's highlighted by Cam Smith, who's the number two ranked player in the world right now. And then also one of my personal favorite golfers, Harold Varnold, the third, who is. Yeah. Um, so, so Marcus, you're our golf guy. What do you think this means for the PGA? Is that a big blow? Big, big blow. It's a big blow. So I, right now it's, it's competition now though. It's competition. You lost Harold and you lost him and you lost, uh, Jack Queen, uh, Neiman too. He's a great upcoming golfer, young guy too. So it, it's on now. It's, it's, it's no, it's no PJ is better than live. It's a competition now. It's, 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 it's going to be a, a robbery now from here, from here, here on out. Cause you, you lost Dustin Johnson. You lost some uh, some other up and coming guy. You lost uh, uh, Deshambo. Like you you lost some uh, uh, Brooks. So now it's it's competition to me. I think it's like a almost like an even type thing. I think the PGA have a little like maybe have a little edge, but right. it's it's competition now. You know, so they they in trouble, man. So I think Liv got who they what they wanted, and they, they're gonna probably get a couple more people to see how it goes. But it, 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 and in the day, I think it's gonna be even now. So I thought Liv was gonna be kind of struggling a little bit. But you got Cam. That's like, oh man, that was, that was big. I knew it was happening, but I think it's gonna really happen this fast. And he waited till the tour is over with, and he's like, oh, I'm gone. Right. So it's they it's competition now, man. No, I agree. I agree. I think the cool thing about the way that Liv did it too is that all these guys that they the last six that they got um, that announced today, um, they're all gonna start in the tournament that starts Friday. So they're they're going yeah. right away, and the PGA just concluded their their tour for this right. year. So they're going to be going kind of silent. This is going to give Liv a chance with all the attention to keep it going. And at a time where, you know, people that want to watch golf every weekend, they're they're not going to be able to watch the PGA Tour. So um, I like what they're doing. I like the timing of it. Um, I think we all talked about the fact that we'd we'd probably be at Liv. So so that's what's up. Yeah, money nice. Yeah. (laughs) For them last places, (laughs) it's nice. 
Yeah, exactly. Still coming in last place. So I like what they're doing. Um, meanwhile, the PGA is responding in their own ways. They're up in their purses. And Rory, we do got to give a shout out to Rory. He was down um, six. six strokes. Okay, I thought it was five or six strokes um, in the in the final for the FedEx Tour Cup. And he did win. Uh, he came roaring back and won $18 million purse um, as the year-long winner, which is just, that's just big money, big Four money. Four days, 18 um, million. So, so that's what's up for Rory. And I think it's kind of cool, though, because he did talk about it, too. He's been one of the most outspoken people against Liv and being like, you know, hey, we need to stay on the PGA Tour. And this is the place where the elite golfers are. So for him to win kind of gives more credibility to, like, that voice he's trying to bring. Um, also, him and Tiger Woods are linking up for, like, a virtual golf thing. I think next week I'm going to try to bring the details so we can kind of talk over that because that, that seems very interesting. But we'll kind of tease that for next week. Um Let's see. We also got up here, Albert Pujols. So he's chasing 700. Crazy. Um, he has 194 home runs. He's only two away from passing a rod. And if that, and, and that would, he would become fourth on the list. And then um, he's six away from joining the 700 club. Only Barry Bonds, Hank Aaron and uh, Babe Ruth are over 700. So McGuire didn't make seven. No. Dang. Yeah. So those three, that's very elite company. Um, this is the last. This is his last year. He's adamant that he's going to retire regardless of how it shakes out. Um, he's got about thirty games left, so I think he's going to be able to do it. But it could be like an A Rod situation where he winds up only a couple short. A Rod only, you know, only was like four away from getting to seven hundred and never made it. So we'll see. Unless they do a Michael Strahan and give it to him, you know, maybe been, like <laughs> the last week of the season, just throwing softballs. For him. <laughs> he hit one last this night. Yeah, he hit one last night. At least two, big one at least two sophomore. You gotta give it to him. Hey, is that is that an old pitcher or is he back with St. Louis? He's back with St. Louis, Louis this year. Yeah. What? When did that happen? So that's the that's the kind of the wow. best part about it, too. That's like cool. he's back in his own, you know. So if and when I think he will make it, and when he does, you know, he'll be doing it in the right color. So wow, I didn't you know, know he went back there, though. That's crazy. He went back for this year, kind of as his farewell tour and, and okay. to get a shot to you know play some more. So I think he'll do it. I think I always like Pujols, though. I always, I always liked him. Yeah, Same. for sure. Um, we're definitely excited for college football kickoff. Now, week zero was last week, so there were a few big games. You know, the, there was a few big schools participating, but week one is this Saturday. That's when we're going to see everybody in action, including Oregon versus Georgia, which I think might be Ooh. the best matchup, you know. No, I'm, stop it. You know that's going to be a blowout. Good, stop it, man. But I'm saying, no, I'm saying the best matchup of the week one, like, because most teams are playing, you know, like they're not playing like good competition. Well, the LSU game might be the LSU playing Florida State. Is that is that the game? Yeah. I don't know. Well, Ohio State playing Notre Dame. Notre Dame. That could, that, yeah. That's probably it. No, you're right. So y'all, y'all is, but the reason why I said no, because y'all going to definitely blowing them out. That's the only reason I said that. But you, yeah, it might be a, the best matchup for the week one. You're right. And, and, and in terms of competition, you know what I mean? Or, or team, like team names, you're, saying, you're probably right, though. Like Oregon's still a big school. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But what's your what's your, what's your prediction score? Y'all beat them by twenty or thirty? What you got? I think only like twenty. I think our offense usually starts slow, but our defense will still do their thing. But I think it might be might be kind of a, I don't know. Is I'm it a new, like, is it a neutral spot? It's at, it's in Atlanta, so it's a technical oh, neutral, but man, it's not really gonna be. <laughs> I know you stop it, man. Yeah, that's that's not. Nah, come on, man. Right. So we know that there's gonna be a lot more red than green. Um, but it's technically a neutral side, so I don't know. 
Strizzy, do you know who um, who Oklahoma has this week? Uh, like UTEP or something like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they got they got a should be really super easy one. Yeah, we might have to get together for the Oklahoma Texas game this year though. We might have That'll to. That'll be fun. That'll be dope. That'll be cool. I don't know. I won't be around him that game. You'll <laughs> <laughs> no, no, be back on the blank screen again, huh? It's gonna exactly. be interesting because, like, I knew we weren't gonna lose to them the last two years, but like, I don't know if I trust us this year. This year is a, this this shaky. Last year we should, we had y'all up like we was blowing y'all out like three times. I don't know. I came. I don't know how it happened last that year. Was that was crazy. We, we changed quarterbacks. We came yeah, you right. You sure <laughs> right. You sure right. And that quarterback went to USC. That's yeah. what's so crazy. Is he, like, is he starting? Wow. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They gonna be nice with him though. He's yeah. he's definitely. And he's there with his coach too, Lincoln Riley in our offense. Like the USC gonna make a little bit of a comeback. I think. Definitely, I think so too. All right, but that's what's up. Um. Mom says go dogs sick them. So excited for this season. Kelly says go dogs as well. Definitely, definitely very exciting. Um, Unc said he purchased an Albert Pujols rookie card. Smart man. Like it's a good time to invest in some Albert Pujols stuff right before he he makes all this attention. Definitely right. yeah, Hall of Famer, though. There, there's no question uh, for sure. Um, Anthony was mentioning Texas versus Bama September 10th will be one of the most watched news. Yeah. Wait, we played him this year? Yeah, yeah. That, and that's so y'all get ready this week and you'll be fine you'll be tuned up and ready oh man <laughs> i can just imagine your face right now Marcus. that's too early man oh um, hey. i do want no, to get back better. to jonathan oh oh sorry i was just gonna say i want to get back to jonathan's cooley real quick he did answer he said to be honest he's fine with any three Rudolph showed that he can compete with the other two. So, dang, you must really be a Steelers fan if you like Mason Rudolph, too, like that. <laughs> um, first and second preseason, Ru- Rudolph was getting um, smacked and still throwing darts. He is the only one with experience at least starting there for the Steelers. So, they do have a pretty pretty good situation. But, um, yeah. but you know they what the is that if Texas loses to Bama in week two, it gives them time to, like, recover. You know what I'm saying? But – they're playing Bama, you know, week nine, they lose. It's kind of a wrap. So, yeah. Might be all right. It might be all right. We'll see. We'll see. All right. The last thing on here is Nazem Kadri for the Avalanche. He did leave the Avalanche and signed a seven year deal with Calgary, which I was a little sad about, but I'm happy for him. He's like 32 years old to get such a long deal. Um, But one interesting thing is, you know, when you get, when you win the Stanley Cup, every player gets like one day to go take the Stanley Cup and do whatever they want with it. Um, Nazem Kadri is actually the first Muslim uh, NHL player to win the Stanley Cup. So he's actually bringing the Stanley Cup to a mosque in his hometown. And that's going to be the first time the Stanley Cup has ever been like in that type of a situation. So just wanted to say, um, you know, shout out to him. He's definitely one of my favorite Avalanche players. And I'm not ashamed to say I'm probably going to buy his jersey now that he left because it'll be cheaper. uh, (laughs) So I'm probably going to sneak that into the card at some point later this year once the discounts hit. So, you know how that is. Dope. but yeah, so that's pretty much it, though. I'm um, go ahead and uh, shut this thing down, and um, we'll get ready to let's see. Um, we'll get ready to to close out the show. Jonathan says he's telling us the Steelers are underrated, and I think I mean I think that they're going to be good, but you know they're definitely not going to have a losing record, not with Mike Tomlin. But I just that's this might thing. be the first year. They, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Jonathan. Yeah. But definitely, Jonathan, join us throughout the year. And let us know how wrong we were about the Steelers all along the way. We will look forward to that for sure. 
Um, and I definitely want to thank everyone else for their comments. We have this little game, but it's going to be too late. I want us to end a, lot, a little on time. So we'll look forward to the next the next week, maybe playing a little game together. We'll, we'll try to speed up the uh, the division stuff a little bit next week. Yeah. Even though the Cowboys, the NFC East and the AFC East is next week. So, oh, okay. you know, we had to kind of. But yeah, but that's what it is. Definitely appreciate all the comments. Um, you know, today we really love the engagement along the way and a lot of stuff to always talk about, a lot of things to dissect and to dive into. And we appreciate you guys coming back to do it with us every single week. Um, anything else you guys want to note before we, before we go out? Mm, I like to think of just excited for football to be back, man. For sure. For sure. We get comments yeah. this week and then NFL following. So it's, it's on and popping. Oh, that's one thing. Yeah. I will say too that we'll we'll do this for our final say. We do want to we're going to be back on our secure the bag where we'll be doing some locks for the NFL and we'll be doing our weekly picks. And I'm going to be sending out the invitation for the the pick'em. You guys can compete in the pick'em for free for prizes each week and then also for our Super Bowl squares. So get ready for that. That'll be super exciting and um and yeah, just a lot to look forward to. And um, we'll keep it moving here. But oh, my bad. One more quick reminder. Yeah, uh, you know a couple of people that are, are in here, and I know uh, Bobby and uh, Anthony. Don't forget, draft is a uh, Sunday, so and pops too. Yeah, pops, pops too. Yeah, check it out. Um, pops don't do it. Man, pops gonna, yeah, pops, around, man. Gonna, uh, pops will get you signed up. Uh, make sure we get you signed up before the weekend too. So yeah. it's on. We have this the little slacker league too. So yes, sir. All right, that's what it is. Um, that was episode one fifty seven. We'll be back next Tuesday. It's your boy, A-Dub. And you want Shuzi? Free me, man. Please, y'all free me. Thanks for listening to Say Like a Champ. Engage with us on Instagram. Share your thoughts, and you might just be featured on the show. Be sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you pod so you don't miss next week's episode of Say Like a Champ.